0: What is up, everyone, and welcome to Objectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy Paul.
1: And I'm Laura Norman, and this is episode 22, game 24 the Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Detroit Red Wings. And we are live from a parking garage outside of Nationwide Arena.
0: And we're getting looks, we're getting looked at, but you know what? I'm okay with that. This is the first time we've started recording an episode prior to Puck Drop. So this one's going to be like range of emotions central. We're going to have a lot of varying. <laughs> there are pers-
1: definitely going to be tears. Also, we're getting looks because there's a mic hanging from my rearview mirror and it looks funny. So that's why people are staring. But
0: not Steve Palumbo, <laughs> not <laughs> Steve Palumbo.
1: <laughs> Should I... Let's put him on the pod.
0: Yeah.
1: Hi, sweetie. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait, can you hear me?
0: Yeah.
1: Hi, you're on the podcast.
0: Oh, sweet. <laughs> am I, I'm guest starring on the podcast on more enormous birthday. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This couldn't have been better, oh, actually. <laughs> I am totally going to watch this back later now. <laughs> I'm, I'm so into it that it hurts. <laughs> sweet. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? yeah I'm, dude, it's been a great day, man, down in Philly, teaching it up, teaching, it up, teaching it a little science, a little social studies. I'm loving it. I love it. A little track, you know?
1: It's been a
0: great day. I'm obsessed. So. Oh, my God. Steve, you're hired.
1: <laughs> you are hired yeah, as our I'm official
0: on, yeah. call-in yeah. guest. Hey, if this is when you're doing your podcast all the time, dude, feel free to phone in, man. I'm driving <laughs> home this about every day around this time i'll 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 hop in man i got it i love it we've decided to be manic and record prior to the game because we're sitting in the parking garage about to go into the game
1: yes because we get to see the game in person today for the
0: first time in over a year okay
1: that's cool so you're on you're on a very special episode because this is our first game in person episode that
0: is cool yeah so what are we thinking what are we thinking for today's game Great question. Um,
1: I think that we are leaning more towards our expectations, are more about the experience and less about the outcome. So, (laughs) all
0: right, we there's there's been a lot of moves lately, right? So, it's probably not a cohesive team yet. Well, there, you know what, Steve, you've got it kind of on the you're hitting the nail on the head. (laughs) What's the idiom? I forget. (laughs) Nail on the head, you're right. Okay, all right.
1: Um. Yeah, no, I mean, they basically play kind of like they don't know what they're doing, but it's fine, so... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Gives us stuff to talk about on the podcast. I mean... Absolutely, absolutely, How terrible would it be if every episode we got to be like, yay, they won again!
0: I would... I would <laughs> I, personally, I would record that podcast. Personally, <laughs> I would enjoy that podcast.
1: I would also enjoy that podcast.
0: All right, y'all, so that was a wonderful little... <laughs> Shout out to Steve. I love Steve. Steve uh, Steve and I are fraternity brothers. We went to college together, and then Laura worked. And, yeah, yeah, Steve's
1: essentially like my pseudo little brother. I adopted him years ago to help him get through college um and he's just the sweetest human being and so sweet that he called to wish me happy birthday (laughs) so good and then I just ambushed him with hey you're on the podcast
0: (laughs) he was a natural though I love that I love that I wish we would have been able to like actually get him on but that was so good I think and he asked us a really good question he said what do you think is going to happen and you were like (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have fun (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's definitely our expectations are way more about the experience not so much about the um results but or the outcome so it'll be fine i'm trying not to set myself up for disappointment
0: i love that i love that this is so fun because i can like i
1: only want a happy cry on my birthday
0: Yeah, that's true. This is so interesting because, like, we can, like, literally look at each other. We're sitting next to each other in Laura's car. So, like, I feel like we're actually having a conversation, whereas I think sometimes, although we literally did just do it, but, like, I feel like sometimes we stumble over each other when we're Zooming. And so this is so nice.
1: Yeah, because the other time that we were together actually recording, we couldn't be in
0: the same room because of the echo. Isn't it crazy how technology advances? We are literally, I am on my laptop in this garage. So, if you guys don't hear any footage um, after, it's because my laptop got stolen out of the garage. But um, it should be fine. (laughs) I'm hoping for the best. But before we go in, Mm -hmm. we're going to do it. Are you ready?
1: Oh, God. What are we doing?
0: We're going to predict.
1: No. (laughs) I'm sorry that got really quiet. Predictions make me nervous.
0: All right. I don't need to know the game score or who wins, Uh Um, but who you tell me—we are getting looked at. Um, <laughs> you tell me who you think is going to—do you think Cam is going to score? Do you think Cam is going like, to score a goal for your birthday?
1: In an ideal world, yes. He would score a goal for my birthday.
0: How about in our world?
1: In our world, probably not because I want it too bad. Fair Um, but my hope is that all of them are extra jazz to be playing with some fans in the building. But I will say more importantly, because I found out today that Max Domi and I share a birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday, Max. Um, so if he could score a goal for our respective birthday, that would be amazing.
0: That it would. Um, I think Kim's going to get you a goal. I think Kim's going to get you a goal, bitch. I mean, I will cry. I know you will. Um, I think, so apologies in advance for the way that this is going to be um, produced and edited. We're going to do things a little bit different today. I think we might record a little bit in the arena. I was going to buy, like, lapel mics, but I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get them in. So they will just be iPhone, like, uh, voice memos, but those are usually okay. So So if you start to listen to this podcast and you're like, what in the sweet fuck are they recording on? It's my iPhone, and that's why it might be bad, but...
1: These are going to be, this is going to be like a quilt episode. We're going to piece together our experience and hopefully be able to give you, for all of those of you who couldn't come to this first game back, um, what it's like to be from in the parking garage to back at home in my
0: living room. Well, on that note, bitch, you ready to head to to the pregame festivities? All right, so I don't know how we're going to sound because we're both, like, masked and ready sitting in our seats. And I've been yelling
1: so much.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to hear, like, what that sounds like tonight when we get back to, <laughs> to like, listen to these audios. And then yeah, we record you. at your house and it's just, like, all bad.
1: Terrible, horrible vocal fry. I apologize in advance. But Cameron's going to go right in front of my face.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that I, like, it'll probably be, like, a minute or two as they're listening to it, like, as we're listening to the podcast. But for... I mean, I called it. I did that. I feel like I am responsible for this goal. And I don't, like... You could try to take it away from me, but I'm not going to let you.
1: I can't take it away from you. I clearly didn't have full faith in him. And you did. And he gave me the best birthday present. A beautiful goal right in front of my face.
0: And he is only one fight away from a Gordy Howe hat trick. So if, if that happens you're going to lose your goddamn mind.
1: If that happens, it's going to be a miracle. The man does not throw down
0: ever. That's true. He really he really doesn't, y'all. Um, so, I mean, this has been a great... I mean, like, this has probably been the Jackets' best period of the season. And we just get so lucky as to be here and watch it happen so we can actually believe that it's true because we're seeing it with our own eyes. In this case, seeing is believing.
1: That is true. And I told you with, like, four and a half minutes left to go in the, in the second period that I had something that I wanted to say, but I was going to wait.
0: Oh, shit, what was that? I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> I was going to say that this is the best second period that the Blue Jackets have had all season long, and it makes me so happy.
0: I think they could have let up two more. I think they could have let up two goals at the end of the period, and it still probably would have qualified. That's the best second period this team has played all year. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been great. I think, obviously, like, the power play gets a goal. Like, they're playing really well on the power play. Obviously, they haven't scored on every opportunity. But, but I mean, it's been good. Like, the power play has been consistent, and they've been uh, generating zone time. And that Boone Jenner goal, that, that was stinky. That was so good. That was so good.
1: You know I love every time Boone scores. But especially when Boone scores when he's just like, fuck it,
0: here I go. And that's and, what he did. And fuck it, here he went. So, uh, we got about, what? 1145 left until the third period when they don't do anything in the middle of the intermission though like in the intermission this shit crawls i didn't realize
1: it's very weird when they don't do anything although we are watching the zambonis right now and i've missed
0: them i know (laughs) oh my god wait do you remember like a few months ago when a zamboni caught on fire but it wasn't a Zamboni brand, Zamboni. And so everybody, like, their PR had to be like, this was not a Zamboni. And we were all like, no, like, kind of fuck you. It was Like, they're all Zamboni. like.
1: Correct, yes, I do remember that. It was quite terrifying to see a Zamboni on the ice on fire.
0: It couldn't have been good for the ice conditions. But nevertheless, the Jackets are up 4-1 going into the third period. And if they fuck this up, you all probably should stop listening now. <laughs> because you're not going to want to listen to the rest of the podcast, but I feel pretty good. I feel all right about where we're at.
1: It's just going to be a bunch of me crying if that happens and Jeremy going lots of expletives.
0: Which isn't entirely different than normal. So, I mean, I'm nevertheless, it'll be what it'll be. But got about 10 minutes left until the Jackets take the ice again for the third period. Hopefully this audio doesn't suck too bad. Hopefully you're liking a little bit of the Nationwide Arena um, audio coming through. I... The, I'll tell you what, the DJ hasn't been much better. I, He's had a whole year to fix his problem, and he has not. It's tough. It's tough to listen to. But the Jackets let up three, four shots on goal in the in the second period. So keep it up in the third period, and I think we're going to be a couple happy bitches going recording the rest of this podcast. So, so yeah, stay tuned. Here's hoping. Laura, right, we are in the car, we're on our way back up to to your place to the apartment to, to kind of debrief and to kind of decompress, I don't know about you but I'm like I'm asleep, like I'm tired after that one
1: Yeah, that's definitely the most energy that I have exuded in a very long time um, there was so much yelling in a positive way and it just it was so great y'all we haven't said it yet I forget that they, we didn't say they won <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah they ended up winning they won 4 one nothing really changed after our little um, intermission debrief and to be quite honest like that third period was kind of a I't want to say it was a snooze fest because that's not fair like I, literally, I could have watched paint dry inside a Nationwide Arena tonight and said thank you because, like, of how much I missed it. But Yeah, it um, was
1: just a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, they kept trying, but honestly, towards the end, when we got on the, on the final power play, it was nice to see towards be able to use some other people to uh, kind of practice their power play skills because we were, for the first time in what seems like forever up so far that the other team wasn't going to beat us in
0: the time allotted. Well, and I think that's good, too, because, like, I think they said it uh, in the post-game interview, and, and if not, like, I think Jody might have said it, too, like, you're able to start trying to get some guys going by, by giving them the chance to get out on the power play, like, there, and so, like, you know, like, Lion A's not out there on, those, on that last power play. Uh, Cam's not out there. Nick's not out there. You've got guys like Nash, Bemstrom, Stenland, uh, Domi, Texier, like, it's its a pretty good group of guys who just need some help to get going, and, and if you can get them out there on the power play, you know, why not? What the hell? Like, let's try it. Let's try to get them some, some momentum there, but, I mean, I think overall, like, a really quality win, like, there's never a point in time at the game where I... The first period, I actually thought Detroit had a little bit of an edge on us. Mm. Not much, pretty even, but... After that first period, I never really was worried.
1: Well, and I was really proud of them for how they responded when our initial second goal was deemed offsides. So often when that happens to us, you know, that completely knocks the wind out of the team. It's just such a buzzkill. They, you know, get so disheartened about it and... You know it was just so great to have them come back and have right have freaking riley nash come back and just score that what ended up being the game-winning second goal um and they just kept that momentum going like that second period you know i looked up halfway through well i looked up at one point it was only halfway through and i was like oh my god, like they still have so much more time and they're doing so well like, it just was such a relief to finally see them getting opportunities and looking loose and playing, you know playing hockey and having fun so that was just that was a great a great experience that
0: second period yeah, I mean, if I could replay that second period like, that's what I would pay to watch all the time like that's the podcast I want to record every week like like I think we mentioned that with Steve like <laughs> yes. earlier today where it's like what fun is it if they win like that every time no that was fun I enjoyed that yeah talk no. about this all night the
1: the only disappointing part and I know it's because of COVID but just because it was my birthday I really wanted it to happen um they did not release the streamers at the end of the game <laughs> And I just turned and looked at Jeremy with my hands in the air, and I was like, oh, man.
0: (laughs) It was funny. I mean, like, it was real funny. Like Because I think, I want to say, and I don't know if you said it on the podcast, but I know at some point you said to me, if they don't do streamers on my birthday... I'll be pissed because you're like we're even gonna be sitting in the lower bowl like we can actually catch some
1: right because it's one of those like situations and like don't get me wrong I 1000% love the, the the seats where Jeremy's normal season tickets are at because as someone who learned most about the game either like watching it on television or you know sitting in the upper bowl that's where I prefer because I like the sport and I can see it more if I'm up
0: higher so
1: when the rare occasion happens that we are in the lower bowl it's like you want all those bells and whistles and especially on your birthday you want to get rained down on streamers like and we were in the perfect spot like we would have gotten so many streamers
0: (laughs) i think it's funny that like now that you say that like i don't know that i've ever watched us win two games in a row when i'm sitting in the lower bowl I mean, the, the two games were like 366 days apart. Like, don't get me twisted. but That like, is true. That is wild, because last year for your birthday, we sat in the Liverpool. That was the last time that we, we got the chance to do that. And
1: then 366 days later, they came through. They came through again.
0: It was glorious. I really didn't want to record this podcast if they lost. Like, I I didn't know how I was gonna come back to it after like the fun of having Steve call in and all that kind of stuff accidentally, and then like and like recording
1: while we were in the arena, and then have it just go to shite. Just have it be me silently sobbing in the car, and by silently I mean like wailing. Yeah. I'm cursing the names of humans, but it's not that way. This is very happy, and there's lots of great things to talk about, Um, and, you know, lots of things to talk about as we prepare to head to Dallas um, for two games. But, yeah, it was just from an overall, from the car point of view that we're doing right now, it was just, it was so good to be back in the arena to just, like, we walked through the door, and I'm going to put up on our Instagram, I took a little video of Jeremy walking through the door of the arena, um, and just like to feel it, it's to, to feel and to understand that it's been an entire year since we've been in that building um, was crazy, and to, to walk out and to see the ice and all of that sort of stuff, and I've, I've talked about it before, but I have this thing about how the arena smells. The smell of the fresh ice and even with my double masks I could still like smell it and it just felt so much like being at home and just so much of like a sense of normalcy that I think both of us and everyone that was there tonight um, really like took to heart was feeling somewhat normal again uh, I don't know how you... You want to describe
0: our... Yeah. Experience. I, I mean, it was... Like, there are portions of it, like, especially, like... When you first walked in, like, we went to the... We walked into the blue line just to take a look. Um, take a look around and all that kind of stuff. And, um... I, it was just, like, so empty. And it was so quiet. And it was just so weird. Um, so that first part was just strange. Because it was, like... A desert wasteland, but obviously, like I think that you kind of like there are games, right? Where like in the regular season, it would feel pretty empty in Nationwide Arena. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I ever realized what empty Nationwide Arena actually felt feels like because that one that felt weird. Oh yeah, but like, sorry, no, this, you're good.
1: This was I mean we've been to quite a few preseason games over the last few years, and those are typically like. I would consider those empty like those are definitely empty feeling games where you can hear you know you can hear the chatter on the bench and you can hear you know more of the sticks on the ice and everything but this like this was truly truly sort of a deafening situation where like at certain points if you got like overly excited you were definitely like Everyone in here heard me say that.
0: Come on, vocals. You're singing now? You're singing on the podcast? I'm very happy. um, I, yeah, I looked at Laura a couple times and I was like, oh shit, I like say those things during games. Like, I could hear myself more um, than I normally could. Like, and so. Yeah,
1: and that's why I didn't sing the anthem because I was like, "Eh, no, thank
0: you. Yeah, right. I let Leo handle that. I walked by Leo on the concords. Did you? Yeah. So he was there. I didn't know if he was like. I didn't know if they like were like hiding him hostage somewhere and then like having him sing and like he wasn't actually there or what the situation um,
1: was. F Y I, Fifth Liners, because I am not hundred percent sure if they showed oh. the anthem on the television this evening. But Leo has a mustache.
0: I recorded it. I recorded it on my phone. I might give it to you to put it on Instagram. Yeah. To tell you he, has,
1: he definitely has a mustache.
0: That he does. It's like a thicky mustache. I mean, like it's not thick, but it's like. It's not like.
1: No, it's not like. Porn stashy, like. I love porn stashy. It's a a medium thickness mustache. Yeah, it's
0: a little porn stashy. It was
1: just shocking to see his face come up, and then I literally turned to look at Jeremy, and I ran my two fingers across my mask
0: and was like, mustache. What? Right. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know it was interesting but once we got seated though i felt like i felt like it felt pretty normal then like obviously like we were pretty spread out and that made it pretty
1: well and honestly for me um as a pos person of size <laughs> i oh, um shit. get really self-conscious at fully like sold out games i mean i still love going to them but like I get very self-conscious and, like, try and shrink myself down. You can ask Jeremy. I basically hug him the whole time that we're at games normally. I don't have
0: much of a choice. Hey, wait. Hey, wait. Before you keep going, speaking of people of size, are we going through a (laughs) drive-thru? Yeah, I
1: really want a Diet Coke. Okay, great. Um, Which one are you feeling? I don't care. Okay. Um, But I personally am a huge fan of not having to sit directly beside people I don't know Um, and they this is the other thing I want to talk about so anyone who um, is considering going to a game when they release more of the tickets or has purchased tickets already for one of the upcoming home games um, I think Jeremy will agree with me when I say this that they have done so much to make sure that everyone is safe and everything is clean um, and everyone stays like far away from each other I was very impressed Uh, when we were reading through the guidelines earlier this week they were like yeah seats that aren't available are going to be roped off well we didn't see any ropes and halfway through the second intermission jeremy looks at me and goes oh my god they tied the seats down and they did they zip tied all of the unusable seats um so that you can't even pull them down Um, and there's lots of arrows everywhere to make sure pathways are one way Um, hand sanitizer stations like there was a couple of of things where I was like this could be done better but it was the first game back and um, I'm sure once they review everything they'll make some adjustments but for the most part like everyone everyone was just so happy to a be back to work because there were so many people tonight that for the very first time in a year got to return to their jobs and that is such an incredible, incredible thing to be able to to return to um, being employed, at, especially during this time. And everyone was just so happy to see fans. And, you know, for the most part, there was no real everyone was very polite. And Yeah. yeah, so if you're thinking about going to a game or you have one of the upcoming games, you know, already purchased, please feel, you know, confident and comfortable that Nationwide and the Blue Jackets are all doing everything to make sure that everyone stays safe and we don't become one of these crazy super spreader events.
0: Yeah. I mean, I not, there's no way that I th- like, cause like it, it was so safe. Like I felt really good about it. Um, and so I think mostly like I'll be interested to see what those games feel like. Um, as we like, move toward having more folks there because for me like that felt like like quite a good turnout like I know like some of the yeah that felt
1: like plenty for me
0: yeah (laughs) some of the players were like um you know like it definitely felt like there were more than 2,000 people like they were loud you could hear them um so there we go we were loud um us loud that's weird crazy Um, but yeah so overall pretty great uh, and obviously, like, we'll do a little bit more dissecting of the, of the game once we get... Um, although we've dissected quite a bit. I don't know how much these people want to hear us talk anymore, but we're going to do it. Yeah, but, I mean, we'll
1: at least go about, like, how we feel about going into yeah, we'll, to Dallas and for stuff sure. like that. Um, and then just, you know, sort of lastly, if you were watching the broadcast and you happen to stay on long enough to watch Cam give his post-game interview... Then you also saw the two of us. We're
0: we're cute as hell, y'all. We are
1: adorable. The picture is up on our Twitter. I'm going to put it up on our Instagram. Um, I look like I'm just living my best life with terrible posture, but that's fine. I think you were. Um, We got this image emailed to us from one of my former colleagues, one of Jeremy's current colleagues, Um, And we also got numerous text messages of just people being like, y'all are on TV, which is hilarious.
0: We're Um, stars. We're stars.
1: Because I, that whole time, every time he took even a moment to stop talking, was yelling, way to go, Cameron. So I was being embarrassing, but it's fine.
0: Well, I love that about you. What y'all want at McDonald's? (laughs) (laughs) We're on the drive-thru.
1: Well, I was just about to say, um, we're going to order some food. And then go back to my house, and we will continue recording. You don't
0: want it to be a mukbang?
1: Um, How do you pronounce that? I don't even know. I don't know. Okay. But we'll be back shortly.
0: Well, we are satiated. We have now consumed <laughs> the McDonald's that, that that Laura didn't let y'all order. I was going to let y'all get in on the order, but Laura said no. So um, Your
1: girl was paying, so I'm not paying for our listeners.
0: I'm just saying, like we kind of own one at this point. Like, I feel like, I feel like we're like, like we need to take one for the team. We just need to show him love.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's my birthday bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, y'all come back on Thursday when we record, um, the game after that. Or, oh my God. After the Dallas game. And maybe we can hook you up because then it won't be Laura's birthday. Maybe, maybe we'll have some love to give then, but, um, no, not really. We're broke bitches. Um, but, yeah, I think looking forward to Dallas. Like, I think that there is a lot of really good stuff tonight that I hope carries over. I still am not ready to, um, you know, believe that this is over. Like the struggles, I mean. Like, I still like definitely have some concerns. Like, I'm not ready to say that this is all better yet. But I'm hopeful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is one game. Uh, We lost five games in a row leading up to this point. We didn't necessarily perform great before those five games that we totally lost. Um, But it did feel really, really good to win a game. Um, and, And not just because we were there, which was even better, but just to win, to see, or to see and to hear the guys after the game just feel like a weight was lifted, um, you know, see that they were having fun. I think that's such a crucial and important part. I mean, we mentioned it a couple episodes ago that potentially the Blue Jackets are too serious of a team and they're not remembering that, yes, this is their job, but that doesn't mean that they can't have fun with it. And they can't feel free to make plays or, you know, try different things or, for the love of freaking God, shoot the puck and not pass it twelve times. Um, but yeah, it just felt it just it felt a little bit different. But we're definitely not over the hump. We gotta win more than one game in a row. So we gotta go into Dallas and hopefully this this energy and this positivity. Uh, travels with them uh, down to Texas, and, you know, we, we can get some good outcomes. Because, I mean, Dallas is just right above us right now, right, in the standings? In
0: terms of points points per game or, like, points percentage, yeah, they are.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, we've definitely played more games than them because we haven't had any games canceled or rescheduled. Um, but, so, yeah, so we're in, a, we're in an interesting situation. Um but it felt good. It felt really, really good. Um, I'm hoping to see some other players maybe start producing on Thursday and Saturday. Like Max Domi, babe. I know we're birthday twins. Gotta gotta score a goal. You just gotta. It broke my heart every time someone yelled at you, earn that $5.3 million. And I'm very aware that I used to yell similar things at Alexander Wenberg. But I'm still giving Max the new guy grace period. And I know that he's a great player. I've seen clips of him from Montreal. Um, he has it. He just, for some reason, there's a bit of a... A struggle, and I just want I want to see him produce something when we're in Dallas.
0: Yeah, and actually, I lied to you. Technically, we are, we are above Dallas after tonight's results. Because I think Dallas lost to the Lightning, and so Dallas has a uh, four seventy one points percentage, and the Jackets have a four seventy nine points percentage. So, like, not exactly like, you know. By any, <laughs> it's the skin of our teeth, we are. Any a, huge margins. No, but the issue then, so, like, the Jackets actually do sit, Um. also with the Predators losing tonight, like, the Jackets are fifth in points percentage in the Central Division, but it is, I mean, like, it's a substantial, like, clip behind Chicago, so obviously like ground to make up there I still don't think that this is a playoff team like I'm gonna sit here and say like based on like where things are like unless they can like actually take like they would probably have to st- have to take like 10 out of the next 16 points for me to feel like this could be a playoff team and I like I'm yeah. not sure that this I mean team is we're
1: there. we're just a few games shy of halfway through the season so in order for us to truly make a, a playoff run. We have to do a, a, a mid-season run to catch back up, um, <clears throat> which is why, you know, why this is not, like, this is not our answered prayer. Like, we can't, as fans or as the team, think that just one win is going to be enough. I know that we all did this very early on in the season um, in the game against Tampa that we won at home, Short right after we traded uh, Pierre-Louis Dubois and everyone was stoked. Everyone was like, this is our turning point. Like, we're going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. We can't do that until they start actually winning more than just a singular game. But, yeah. I mean, I'm always going to be hopeful, even though I did, you know, resign to the fact that we're probably not going to the postseason in our last episode. Um, But... I will be overjoyed if they do pull it together in the right way. I don't want to go by the skin of our teeth and I don't want to go and embarrass ourselves. That's my
0: caveat. That's my
1: caveat. I want to go because we earned it in a way, you know, that, that makes us feel good about being there. Um,
0: Doesn't matter how you get in. You just got to get in. If you start winning after that, then you're good. But if you get in and you embarrass yourself, like, you're right. Like, it's no way. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, obviously, like, there's some stuff, like, hanging out there, and we won't get into it too much this episode, but, like, obviously, like, depending on how, you know, things progress with, you know, the season as we approach the trade deadline, there are some Blue Jackets assets that could be on the market, and David Savard's, like, the biggest rumor, which... You know, it's kind of, you know, what it is. I mean, there's no way to temper that until something happens. But I don't think that that's a distraction in the same way that somebody wanting out or things like that are. Like, I think that that's, you know, manageable a lot more easily than, or a lot managed a lot more easily than the drama that they dealt with earlier in the season.
1: Yeah. Can you do me a favor and actually look up what day the trade deadline is?
0: Oh, it's April... Yeah, I heard it the other day. I want to say it's April 12th, but I could be making that up. Okay, I just need to mentally prepare myself.
1: Um, but it is, it is one of those those things, yeah. There's just going to be a lot of things that are occurring. Um, he just confirmed it is April 12th. So for everyone who wants to prepare for me to be absolutely bonkers anxious on a day, it will be April 12th, um, slash the week leading up to it as well.
0: I think it's gonna be more of like the two or three weeks before it. Like I think we're gonna start seeing trades happen like end of March, like middle end of March, because like you need to like like teams are gonna
1: yeah teams because it's a shortened season. Teams are gonna want to make moves earlier to get especially if they're doing a, a playoff run to get those new players adjusted before. Going into the playoffs. So,
0: not even just adjustments, just be able to play and be out of quarantine, depending on who trades. Oh, to where. that's
1: true. Cause, well, yeah. Cause if they're going, I think it's only 48 hours if they're going within the states. Yeah, it is. Um, but it's a whole two weeks if you're going from the states to Canada. So, um, so yeah, that can really be a setback if you're making a trade with one of the Canadian teams. Um, But also, I don't know if you remember this from a couple weeks ago, apparently if you drive yourself from Canada to whatever lower 48 team you're playing for, you don't have to do – you only have to do the 48-hour quarantine.
0: I just – the rules are so made up.
1: Because that happened in in Carolina when we played them the last time, one of their new players – because he drove himself from Ottawa i think yeah. yes from Ottawa he only had to quarantine for 48 hours and but in my opinion i feel like if you're driving from Ottawa to carolina like you're going to be stopping a lot more <laughs> and like interacting with a lot more people than if you were flying on your team's private jet yeah Like, so that really didn't make any sense to me, but I don't make the rules. Uh, So, yeah, so it's going to be interesting, I think, over the next little bit.
0: But that's what we're here for, y'all. We're going to keep you posted as we do it. Um, Laura, do you have anything to wrap up? This has been quite the production. Like this is like we have like we have recorded in many a location today, <laughs> and so this has been quite the production. I can't prom. I-, I will go on record and not promise that this is how every time we go to a game will be. Like I, I simply don't know that I have the energy to muster. But
1: well, we're also not going to be able to arrive as early to right. games as we did today. Today was special because I I left work early for my birthday, but. Um, yeah, no, I mean, final thoughts were just, it felt so fucking good to be back in that arena, like to just be around everything that, you know, a year ago we really took for granted. And I think that that's, that's something, especially on my birthday, I get real sentimental and, um, stuff like that and realizing how much. How much I took situations like that for granted. How much I took my last birthday, which was our last Blue Jackets game, um, March 1st of 2020, for granted. Um, And just spending time with the people that, you know, mean so much to me. Uh, You know, Jeremy and I started doing this podcast so that we we could fill those opportunities where we would have normally spent time together going to games. Um... So now we could have the conversation still um, and discuss something that, you know, we love to do together. So just, you know, putting that out there for, for people as we approach this, quote unquote, one year anniversary mark of, you know, the COVID quarantine and lockdowns and and all that sort of stuff is just remembering how much stuff we took for granted before this and getting able to getting the opportunity to be able to enjoy things slowly again has been has been really nice.
0: Without a doubt. And I'm so glad to have been able to do it with you on your birthday, Laura. Um- as we wrap up, I'll I'll do you the honors of plugging our social media because it's your birthday, so I'll, I'll take it. Oh, I'll take, I you're going to. Okay. I
1: will,
0: I will do it for Let's us. Let's see
1: how well this goes.
0: Well, I first off want to say thank you to you all who have rated, subscribed, and all of that kind of stuff to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. We do have the 10 ratings that we are so desperately looking for. Yay! Um, for, for Laura's birthday, and so we did reach that. But in terms of finding any of the content that we're posting on our social media, whether that be Twitter, whether that be Instagram, especially some fun content from tonight's game, you can follow us at ObjectivelyPod. That's at CBJ Pod, Um And we'll interact with you there. We love interacting with you all. So, you know, give us a follow. Send us some likes on Instagram. We'll, we'll interact. We follow back. All that fun stuff. And until then, we want to make sure that you all are staying well, staying safe. And if you do get the chance to go to Nationwide Arena, like Laura said earlier in the podcast, I mean, it's, it's really safe. But just make sure you're staying safe leading up to it, so that way you can take it all in. And we will talk to you all on Thursday. Bye.